0: i from Scratch and Wolf Studio. It's that time again to rage across the internet. Your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. As always, I'm Porter. Sitting so on my left, we've got my co-host, Mr. Daniel Tyson. Hey, everybody. And to my right, an empty chair. What the fuck? Tom's out on vacation, but hey, not to worry. We do have a fill-in. Our good old friend, Melissa. Melissa, how the hell are you doing? I am great. Uh, it's good to have you back. Yes, Melissa. Thanks for coming back. I'm so glad to be back. And in Tom's spot at that. Yes.
1: (laughs) I think she was just getting a little too jealous of Grant.
2: I was. It was terrible. I I was plotting a a murder from Canada, and then I realized that was a bad thing, and I couldn't do that, so I apologized to Grant. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I'm sure the donuts you sent will be there any day now, and uh, he can toast those in his RAA toaster, which he won for his 10th appearance. (laughs) Yes. Why we're toasting donuts, but it's the best segue I had. It's it's (laughs) fine, I'm cool with it.
2: May may not be uh, laced with arsenic, but I don't know. Tim Hortons, totally the best.
0: (laughs) Hash Brown, not sponsored.
1: Hash Browns. (laughs) Wow, great start so far! I'm into it.
0: Holy shit. Yeah,
1: this is what happens. That's a good thing. It's always a good time.
0: If you agree, you folks at home.
1: Which, if you're laughing by now, you probably
0: agree. Probably. We could definitely use your help and your support. One of the great ways you can do that is to hit up our Ko-Fi. That's uh, ko-fi.com slash Rage Across the Internet. Link in both our website and at the uh, show notes. Correct, Danny. And if from there, you could join one of our membership tiers. Help us out there. You could do a one-time donation, however you want, if you want to. If you don't want to go that route, however, that's perfectly understandable. Here's how you can help us. <laughs> Danny's having a stroke. Hold on. Oh,
1: go ahead. Sorry. I didn't see that one coming.
0: I wasn't even doing a thing.
2: <laughs> Listen, like, and send it off to your friends.
0: That's, that Thanks, is exactly Melissa. it, Melissa. Word of mouth is huge. Reviews are huge. Ratings are huge. Help us get the word out. Help us spread the love. Excellent. Perfect. Thank you, Melissa. Yes. Right. So moving on from that for today. Yeah,
1: sure. Well, we got the website. We got a store. Well, the website, that's
0: rageacrossinternet.com.
1: Dot com. Dot com. All right. Nothing for Melissa. Fine. We're going to stand in for, for Tom, though.
2: Not my first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, all that stuff, but, yeah, I think that's, I guess, plenty for the day.
0: And we'll show more stuff next week.
1: <laughs> See how
0: it goes. You don't want to do too much at the same time. We, we, we did that. You know, yeah. We can, we can show one thing an episode and still get everything done in a month.
1: That's what she said?
0: Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else, not even lots of people say, is you can't do that. That's not in the rules. What? But there is a rule. There's a rule. You can hold up and go, fuck you, this is the way it is.
1: Why is it you can do it and I can't? Well,
0: because I'm the storyteller. Bingo. <laughs> what the hell are we talking about, Melissa?
1: The golden
2: rule.
0: That is correct. It's like the only real rule of the game. that I See, I wouldn't go that far. But, I mean, the golden rule is just that. It, it is the golden rule. And, you know, it is if you don't like the rule, change it. And, I mean, obviously, we have talked about this before way back. This was our number two episode. Yeah, and episode two.
1: Where we didn't even know what the hell we were doing yet. You didn't know what the hell you were doing yet. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're right there, too. Look, that's an old episode. We've asked people to skip it. <laughs> we, we have. And hopefully they've listened. and Like, not listened to the episode, but listened to us telling us, telling you to skip it. Nope. You didn't skip it?
2: Nope. In fact, I listened to it again last night because it That's might have smart. had some interesting <laughs> stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a, still a good episode to hear.
0: It, thank you so much for we disagree, but thank you so much for saying. I was going to
1: say, I don't agree with this, but, but you is, know there, there it was. The it was sentiment amazing. is appreciated.
0: Yes, very much. I mean, but look, here, here it is. It was episode two. It was, and here's some inside baseball. And I haven't said that in forever either. So, hey, we're on the theme. <laughs> You know, we did two demos before we started recording, right? And when we started recording, we did the first five in one day. That
1: was a long day, it, but it wasn't
0: because compared episodes, to now. Well, but, because those episodes were like a half hour, right? Where now we'll cut what around an hour forty five an episode, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then editing happens. But really, an hour forty five was kind was almost the total runtime of those first five
1: out of all total together. Yes,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm saying like here, so there's there's room for there's wiggle room for accuracy.
2: It was 38 minutes,
0: right? Jesus. So yeah, so 38 minutes for the first five <laughs> episodes. You know, you look at a half, so around a half mm-hmm. hour episode, and now we do an hour and a half episode a week,
1: roughly. Yeah, Any, yeah anywhere from hour 15 to hour 45. Is... Yeah, I
0: mean, again, fluctuations, but that's my point. No. Is it was a smaller episode. It was our second episode. We didn't have our format. We didn't have our rhythm yet. We didn't even have the full cast yet. No, I don't we we had extra cast people. <laughs> Extra cast. I don't, I don't even think I was part of that episode. Melissa, you, you were listening to her. Yeah, see?
2: <laughs> it was Porter and two girls.
0: Yeah, but yeah, it, exactly. It was, you know, it was a different cast. It was a different time. We were still finding our rhythm. And, you know, yeah. So we look back at these. And, and interestingly enough, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast yet or not. Maybe. By now, the announcement about our actual play has been made. Mm-hmm. And Tom was listening to one of our old tribals. For insight on the character he was going to make. And he's like, you know, we didn't really talk about the tribe that much.
1: No, I remember especially, like, I would say, maybe the first half of our tribals. And and yes, the curse was there, but and we've made a joke of that how many fucking times. Oh yeah, the yeah, other
0: was the tribal curse.
1: But the, the tribal episodes themselves, especially the first half of them, we just go into history a lot. It's a lot of the history of the tribe. And that's cool and that's interesting stuff, but like How do you play that
0: character? Yeah, we didn't get into, I I think, really the more interesting stuff. It's just how it was. But the the point of this is, is Mm -hmm. having that conversation with Tom, is we realized that we're going to have to go. We're going to go and record new episodes of all that shit. The stuff we feel like we didn't Mm -hmm. do well enough, we're Mm going to do better. Again, ring the bell. And which, again, is what brings us to today where we're doing Golden Rule.
1: Because of all of that. Yep. He's not your first
0: show, you know. (laughs) All about a ruined about way. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. Yeah, You gotta let me do those. You're too obvious about them. (laughs) See, I sneak them in. You put a hat on I don't know what you're talking about. See? Uh, See, will you tell him he's not getting away with it? (laughs) Oh, Danny. See? You're doing so great. What? You don't like the way I assumed? It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that one was good. Yeah. (laughs) I'll give you that one. <laughs> oh boy
1: you're welcome
0: <laughs> this is our show folks <laughs> see what you've done to us, tom <laughs> but yes
1: we're we're, yeah. we're redoing i don't really want to call it redoing the episode but we're gonna
0: we're revisiting the topic. revisiting
1: the topic yes
0: yes you know, to do a better job than we did before to cover it from a different angle however you want to look at it but that's something that's going to be in the future as we go and yeah, it's like it bears talking about again, especially
1: early episodes, right? Yeah we didn't have a rhythm yet. we didn't <laughs> there, there's a lot of stuff we've evolved
0: with not oh, certainly. and you could definitely track the last couple of years um, I think I was talking to to our editor Lucas, you know, it was talking to Lou about it how like, you could definitely look at different eras mm-hmm. you know, there's the very beginning, here's this studio, here's new yep. studios, here's we got the new equipment. You know, so it's the newest era of the show right now. Listen listen to the sound.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a new era. Look at that. Yeah. So happy. Well, I look at the episode that you and I did together, and we just bullshitted the entire time.
0: Yeah. That was fun. It was a lot of fun, and we talked so little about Werewolf. (laughs) But that was kind of by design. Yeah. We were doing kind of a retrospective thing. But that was then, and today is the Golden (laughs) Rule episode. (laughs) And there's Melissa here also. So (laughs) let's remember... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Radio for two. Right. I
1: apologize.
2: No, it's fine. I'm just waiting for you to stop talking.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> oh, and that was to you. For I a change. know.
2: <laughs> no, you guys are great, and to be honest, I think you're too hard on yourselves with the the first episodes, and the golden rule episode is still very valuable to starter sts who don't necessarily know that they can do this. Honestly. I think you're being too hard on yourself with those, you know, initial episodes. You always need that sort of get your feet wet type thing. And I think they're still valuable episodes. So, hey, you.
0: Thank you so much. And I I think the reality there is is we're just a little embarrassed of our humble beginnings. Yeah, I'd say
1: so. Yeah, we we got our feet wet. Now it's time to fucking dive in. So. Yes. Or dry off. Maybe you don't (laughs) like swimming. (laughs) Ah, I was in there. I hated it.
0: (laughs) Got my feet wet and I said, gross, is this all this is? So the golden rule itself (laughs) says. Yes, and and I'm paraphrasing here, but if you do not like the rule, change it. Is A a storyteller has the right to augment any system as they see fit uh, to facilitate gameplay. As a
1: storyteller, whatever helps your story flow better is the way you should run it it's mm-hmm. that's it. As a storyteller, he's the one that makes the rules. Or is she? Or there's a Melissa here. The,
0: the storyteller yeah, is the Melissa. one. There's, there's at least one.
1: The storyteller <laughs> is the one who makes the rules.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's, it's important to say, and I've, I've said this before, I think uh, the last time I did was during the uh, Werewolf Five roundtable. <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, can we we'll, not go yeah, there we, yeah. oh we won't we, we won't, won't. <laughs> but what but what I was gonna say is a game is two things a tabletop you know an RPG a tabletop RPG is two things it's lore and its systems
1: yes mm-hmm. you take one away you take everything away
0: right it's, it's like it's only yeah. these two things so the golden rule there them stating explicitly that yes you have the power to alter those rules or those the setting the, the systems or the lore mm-hmm. It's a big thing. A part of the golden rule is there's there's a way to do it and a way not to, and that sounds counterintuitive to say that when we just talked about what the rule means. But all things are in service or should be in service to the integrity of the game. I think
1: that's a major point that so many people miss. Keep the
0: integrity of the game. You start taking that away, you take the game away. And maybe you have a group that likes just off the wall. It's everything's bonkers. Who who you know? Maybe that is. If that's your game, but maybe fine. that's not. Maybe that's not werewolf. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe there's another mm-hmm. game that, that's better suited to that that you don't have to go through all these hoops to adjust. I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about other games. I know they exist. Mm-hmm. I, I hear there's one about Dracula's. <laughs> Something about spooky ghosts and spooky wizards. Ghosts. I, I don't know. Cookie wizards. Something about done uh, dragons and. Don't forget
1: about the Fae. S- Sellers. Sellers and Dragons. All
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know.
1: Dragons hide in Sellers. Path
0: Watcher, and there's a Vicen and Miami and I don't know. There's a lot of games.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I don't know anything about any of them, but I know they exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're talking about Werewolf today, though. Yes. We talk about Werewolf every day. Yes the golden rule is there to be used, but it it can also very easily be abused. And that's kind of why we're bothering to talk about it Mm -hmm. because it's cut and dry. There's not a whole lot of explanation behind if you don't like a thing, change a thing. Mm -hmm. But I, I think there's a lot of nuance behind doing it. I don't want to say properly, but for lack of a better term properly,
1: I know, I know where you're going with it. And it's you're right. You can't really say properly because what's proper, right? Every storyteller is different. Every story is going to be different. A storyteller is not going to tell the same story twice. Hopefully not. I mean, you have different players. They're, they're going to make
0: different decisions. That's true. But, I mean, as a storyteller, you can. You shouldn't. I'm not even going <laughs> to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No. I'm not, you can. You shouldn't. <sighs> so I'm not going to go into detail about that. That's fair.
2: I, I view the golden rule as something, as a, a bit of a tool. Like something you can use, but I also see it as a source of responsibility as a storyteller to, to make the game fun for you know everybody who's at the table, be it you know your best friends who just fly in for a weekend or whatever, or if it's a long standing game like the game I'm in with Strides. I mean, it's it's something that any veteran player of the world of darkness, be it um, you know mage or changeling or wraith or whatever or leeches as you call them. This this is a, a standard rule right across the board, right? It, it's it's in every world of darkness setting, and it's something that can be abused, especially by veteran players. Going well, can't you just kind of let me do this just this once? And you're like going, eh,
0: no. And, and see, that's that's a great point right there as you bring up veteran players uh, and shame on those players because they know better.
1: And they're players. They're right. not the storyteller. No, that, they're that, not the ones
0: the, making the rule. Which is why they know better. If, like, they should. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they, the, the player doesn't get to go, well, I gold, you don't get to golden rule anything, sir.
1: <laughs> or <Poor> ma'am. <laughs> or ma'am. And it,
0: in this scenario, I think it's just a guy. In
1: this scenario,
0: and, we know it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. We're, we're now talking about someone specific that's not being named.
2: Yeah, we are not talking about anyone in particular. I'm, I'm not I bringing totally up names am. or anything like that.
0: Oh, okay. You aren't Porter Yeah, I'm also okay. not bringing up names, but we're talking about a specific person who looks at a storyteller and goes, well, we're going to golden rule that. No, you don't get to make that decision.
1: No, it just, it makes me think, and I go back to your, and I don't want to say style of writing, just yet, because we're not even into the story yet. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, we're nowhere so far.
1: But like... Good show. Even... <laughs> besides the point. I look at... It's even character creation.
0: hmm
1: We're not even starting it until you've approved that. The, the, the creation of the character.
0: No, that's true. And I don't know how golden rule that is, but yeah, you know... Uh, if, can... if we go off the rails and it's still interesting, then fuck it, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I consider part of the golden rule. Why? I don't know. I, I can say like this is my character, this is what I'm going with, and then mm-hmm. that's my part's done. You have to write your story. This is what I'm using with my character. If you're not approving that, the story's not going
0: anywhere. I'm not yeah. gonna go too fucking bad. You figure it out, not me. Right. I mean that's that's true. That that's a part of the Again, I don't want to say the hierarchy of it all, but like the storyteller is in charge. They're writing the story.
1: Yes. You are the one in charge. You're like I'm the one I'm building the world.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is your responsibility. I
1: need to work with you, not the other way around.
0: Mm-hmm. And it, 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 I mean, ultimately, sure. It, ideally, it shouldn't come to that. It shouldn't. You know, I, I have very rarely seen situations where it has, but I know those exist. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of why I'm bringing it up fair enough and I mean go back to specifically the golden rule I mean there are plenty of good ways to use it and, and I think but again it can easily be abused and it's like like Melissa pointed out it's like Ben's law you know great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. so, Ben's law yeah Ben Parker have you ever heard of <laughs> I, him? I know Jeez.
1: it's just funny you called it that Oh well,
0: man <laughs> you can't say Uncle Ben's law everyone's like what's this got to do with rice only you say that <laughs> I have never said that before and now I'm going to say it a lot. Mm-hmm. Fingers. Melissa, what does this have to do with rice?
2: It doesn't at all. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with <laughs> rice at
0: all. Full disclosure, Danny was taking a drink. I was trying to, uh, <laughs> I figured oh, to ruin his day. I figured,
1: I saw it coming as soon as I lifted that drink up. I saw that I, like, oh shit, <laughs> better make this quick. <laughs> He hears that a lot. Oh, mm. damn it. All right. Back to. Oh, <laughs> fuck. This,
0: this feels like. Oh, God. What did you do to him? Here's that, too. <laughs>
1: um. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, God.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Now you got me started.
0: Excellent. Now, you know, this This, this reminds me of the uh, Red Letter, maybe the best of the worst Star Wars holiday special discussion. Oh, boy. Because See, that was a two-part episode. Okay. And the first part of this, they, they aggressively don't discuss the holiday special. Oh. They go well out of their way to not discuss what they're supposed to be talking about.
1: So they spend an entire episode not talking about the thing. They even titled their episode
0: on. Yep. then's facilitating a part two where they actually do talk about it. But so,
1: so, I'm tune getting, in next... I'm getting... <laughs> So, tune in next week when we do
0: Golden Rule Part Two. We finally talk about the Golden Rule. <laughs> We're trying, kind of. Oh, no. Is this what it's like when Tom's on here now?
1: <laughs> oh, I have to say this is what it's like when we don't hit record yet. Holy shit.
0: (laughs) No, no, we are recording. Yeah, I know we're recording. I'm like, oh my God, what? (laughs) Yeah, all this great content, this insightful commentary.
1: (laughs) Insightful, here we go. (laughs) We've said two things that make fucking sense so far. I know. I am so sorry to whoever is editing this. It's fine. It's fine. We're having a good time. We're entertaining people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what other kinds of things have we golden ruled? How about that? Mother's well, touch. You oh, so. have, you specifically I, have golden ruled mother's touch.
2: Yes. So in previous editions, it was um, intelligence plus medicine. And I think that makes absolute freaking sense. In later editions, I think it was W20, it's now uh, intelligence plus empathy i'm like uh no it's always going to be intelligence for, uh, plus medicine so in my game when our theaters took mother's touch i warned him in advance that it's not intelligence plus empathy as it says in w20 i am actually golden ruling it to previous editions and he was like okay and he put all his dots in empathy Oops. And I rolled my, I put the fingers to the temples and I rubbed my, and I said, okay, I'm going to let you retcon it because even though I did tell you, I'm going to let you adjust your dots a little bit. We hadn't started the game yet. So I said, I'm going to let you move things around a little bit if you choose to. And he did, but he didn't Aww. go overboard. Like he didn't, he just put like two dots in empathy and like one dot medicine. So I was I allowed him to move some of the dots over, but not all of them. So he didn't ha- suddenly have medicine three, but that is my golden rule. I, it just, for me, it does not make sense to use empathy as the deciding factor. And I think it's because they changed I don't know the reasoning, but I suspect it's because it's a more spiritual healing as opposed to a physical healing. But I still think you need that component. Well, no, um, I,
0: I think I, I completely agree on that. You know, the, the change away from medicine is dumb. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. be diplomatic there and call it dumb. Yeah, that's
2: diplomatic.
0: That is diplomatic. I call it stupid. C. Diplomatic. D. D, Diplomatic. Dumb. Anyway. (laughs) No, I mean, I think that's a a great change. Uh, It's a great use of the golden rule. You're at my table. And Melissa, you know, you'll be learning a lot about this, and I think it's going to drive you nuts. (laughs) But you'll adapt. You'll get used to it, or you'll learn how. I can't wait. I I golden rule the shit out of combat. I also golden rule uh, how Mother's Touch works, but in a different way. And I think I want to focus on that right now. Maybe we can go into the combat shit later. Yes. But I think the the Mother's Touch parallel is great. Is that I, you know, I have a problem with Mother's Touch is that it's a level one gift. And the ceiling on that gift.
1: Fucking the goddamn atmosphere.
0: (laughs) Exactly. There's no no ceiling to this. It's, you know, oh, you you can just touch them and then they're better. There's a hole through their stomach. They got a cold, cancer, herpes, whatever it is. All of the above. Yep. Boop. You're done. Level one gift. Fixed. What one gnosis And um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, one gnosis. Yeah, one gnosis and a quick die roll. And I cured AIDS. Wow. I cured AIDS and shotguns to the head and blindness. And I'm a faith healer and a snake bite man. And it's all rolled into <laughs> one. This one level one gift. And it's too strong to me. So Mm -hmm. what I do is it still works that way, but... You have repercussions. Well, you have repercussions and there are stipulations. So, you know, like if um, we're talking about a broken leg. Sure. All right, and you've got the bone sticking well out of the, you know, and there's like a 90-degree angle involved. (laughs) If you use Mother's Touch on it in that state, the skin and muscle grow around that 90-degree angle. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. yeah. So obviously that is not healed right. So you're going to have to re-break that and set it later. but Or do it right <clears throat> the first time. You know, you can't hold a stump up next to, you know, you can't hold an arm next to the stump mm-hmm. and use Mother's Touch and have that be perfect. You're going to have to reset that arm, maybe even like ghetto sew it back on. To make sure everything's lined up, otherwise it will not heal correctly. It won't be lined up correctly. It won't work right. It's okay for a temporary solution. Right. But,
1: Understandable. You know,
0: if you've got a belly full of silver buckshot and you use Mother's Touch, you still have a belly of silver buckshot unless you pull that shit out.
1: And that yeah, will it
0: na- should it naturally just pop out? Yes, it should, but that's too simple for me. I get it. You're going to have to go in there and <laughs> remove the bullet. Otherwise, yeah. you have healed a bullet inside your body. And that's what I mean by repercussions. You can
1: do that and have it "quote unquote" fixed, but it's only temporary, and it's only until certain things happen later on. Sure. Again, you go the the belly full book shot,
0: right? And and again, the reason the reason I did this is because I had a group at one point who was feeling a little too invincible. You had like three people who had Mother's Touch, mm-hmm. and then Bear was their totem, so they all had like an extra hit of it anyway. Oh, shit. You know, so they didn't care. Mm. They're like, oh, I'm getting hurt. No big deal. I'm a Superman. Boop. I'm going to touch my friend in the forehead, and he's going to be all better forever. No, no. That cold sore you got for making out with that crazy waitress, that's healed
1: too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, that's an interesting way of, of playing it, and I don't know if you've kind of looked. I know how you feel about changing ways. Um, but they go into more detail about healing things and changing ways.
0: Yes, they do, and I think that's one of the neat, the, the better sections of Changing Ways. Actually. I agree. Yes,
2: yes, because and how I play it with my players is that, however, so Mother's Touch works as it should. So the way you were talking about it being like really powerful, you still have to hit certain certain target numbers. You roll a difficulty to the person's rage, and of course, all oh my players have decided they're all rage monsters. So um, well, they are, they're looking is. for, well, they're looking at difficulty seven <laughs> or eight to, sure. to use mother's touch. And they're like, so is it going to be my current rage or no, my permanent rage? It. I'm like, Sorry. no, it's your permanent <laughs> rage. So my poor theorist is going, oh crap. Um <laughs> so, <laughs> so they might get one or two boxes healed, not completely to full, but they might get one or two. And then, how I do it is, okay, so here's what we're doing. So exactly how it happened in reverse. So you feel that pain as your bone snaps back into place. You are literally crippled for several minutes as that pain radiates through your body, as your bone snaps back into place and your skin sort of reforms. And literally they are forced to feel that pain a second time. And potentially worse, if say for instance they get a buckshot full of silver, they will feel that same burning sensation as the bullets kind of blink, blink, blink outside of them. So they're again going through them again as their body expels it. That's how I run
0: it. Now, Danny, you you seem to perk up when she said burning sensation. Was there something you wanted to add?
2: Fuck you. Yes, Danny. Is there a
1: burning sensation you no. want to talk about? No, there is not a burning sensation. I would like to talk about it this time.
0: Thank sorry, you for asking. Just, you perked up, so I thought I, you had no, to say. No, I did not.
1: Again, thank you for asking. And I will know no, I will just, not talk about this you? longer. I will not talk about this any longer.
2: <laughs> but that's how that's you how I think bitch. silver should feel. And admittedly some of my players are a little bit like oh yeah i got four aggie i'm fine I'm like no you're not fine you're seriously not
0: fine right it's either there you go and i think and here we go That's it's a great look at the two different ways to deal with that you know and I, I do agree that i like i like how changing ways handles that and um we actually use that in one of our games yes. to deal with a severe injury on a character's <laughs> part I am really tiptoeing around this shit.
1: Yeah, it happened when uh when my character lost his arm. Yes. Just-
2: yeah, <laughs> I, I I figured this much. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> are you still burnt are you still burnt at that?
0: Is that the sensation?
1: <laughs>
0: oh good job Melissa. <laughs> <sighs> I am
1: That's not sorry. talking about this. <laughs>
0: Well, we don't want spoilers for the story. <laughs> but
1: I've said them on air, though, and I've, yeah. I've said yes. them.
0: We're just getting closer to that actually happening in the postmortem series. Right. So it's oh, like. Right. But, but mm. people
1: know it's coming or it's not there yet. But I, I have said it on the podcast, but I guess we can just make it a long story short and just make it real quick. I sustained other injuries at the same, at time. The same time, other than the, the loss of the arm. The, sev- yeah. the severing of the arm. Yep. So in what Changing Ways was saying is, yes, that stuff's going to heal, but it's taking precedent on what's going to save your life first.
0: Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, the regeneration process will give up or half-ass something. Correct. In order to save something more, you know. Important. Yeah. Important.
1: Yeah. Important. So Again, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Again, we, that, that's a good. It way is to. coming up with the postmortem.
0: I mean, we so. still got a couple months, but what is we, coming, up. coming up? It's coming up. Yeah,
2: remind me to ask you later because I am curious about one thing. But uh, go ahead.
0: I mean, if it's yeah, what is it?
1: If it's necessary, we can talk oh, about it later. I,
2: I just want to know if you raged back, if you hit a period where you couldn't get any better, did you rage back?
1: I I don't think you <clears> did. I
0: think it was. I think
1: it caused incapacitation. Yeah, you were. I'm almost positive, I was in the middle of a rage uh frenzy when oh. it happened. <laughs> it, okay, it
0: might have been. Yeah, I, I know his immediate goal from then on was to not die. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. I was just curious if you, you had gotten to that point where you'd taken so much, you'd sustained so much damage that you had were forced to rage back. Which, I, oh, yeah. he, he didn't do
1: his death roll. I didn't do a death oh. roll, but I, I think it led me to the incapacitation part and uh, passing out or something.
0: Yeah, I know you were thrown in the back of the truck, and which kind of turned into a kiddie pool in the cab of that truck because of all the blood. <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, the post-mortem stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we've, we've danced around that bush enough. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, but I mean, again, I think the, the mother search that's a great example of how different storytellers handle that kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and it's interesting that we both had that problem with players mm-hmm. to where they're like, oh, it's only five egg, whatever. <laughs> that's nothing. I don't need the Gibbs inside of me. <laughs> the Gibbs? That's right. It's a scientific term. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> no, I
1: wouldn't understand. Got it. Got it. Sorry, Dr. Porter. That's professor. Oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I mean, I thought you would want the, the higher Dr. Ostrich. That... Oh. Oh, yeah. I saw <laughs> ah, that. What's up, back? Wah, wah. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Typical. Just saying. There is a... It was. So there are other, other, other situations that you use the golden rule in your games, Melissa.
2: I'm still trying to figure out combat. I hate the combat system. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what you do with the combat. Yeah. Um, the other thing I do is something that Strides does, which is the they can spend rage, Gnosis, willpower in a single turn.
0: I do that as well.
2: I do the split actions, but I set a limit on the split the split action. So yes, that's great. You can do sort of three, four split actions on your first turn, but you cannot split an action in rage. That you have one time to do one thing and that's it. That makes sense. You can't split an action in a rage turn. That's just stupid.
0: See, yeah, I won't let them uh, oh, split sorry. actions at all.
1: Don't. <laughs> I not Again, I, I see why she's going that direction, but yeah, you you don't even split dice pools.
0: No, I mean, I think there was um, a couple techniques. There might be a Kailindo one or two. and there was one, with mm-hmm. the, the Isaku, Iksaku. Iskaku. Mm-hmm. No, not 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 Iskaku. <laughs> not Iskaku. <not> Iskaku. <laughs> I know. It's they spell, two, it, two they spell ways, it two different ways, and one is not flattering.
2: <laughs> You're uh, talking about the uh, Coggy staff
0: yes. yes, I am.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah, it is spelled different ways in that tribe book.
2: Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> it is, one way you. is not, yeah one
0: way, it's not flattering. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I think there's a, there's a movement there where you can. And, and I allowed in that case because it's based on a gift or technique.
1: I was going to say, if it's based on something like that, that makes more sense.
0: But otherwise, no, I don't allow splitting a dice pools. You can spend your rage and you get your full dice pool. But we're not letting you break your turn up into five individual turns where you're rolling two dice. You're wasting the group's time. You're No.
1: It, I think, and I like the way you do it because it
0: allows for the creativity. Well, and here's another thing that I do that I don't know that you're aware that I do, Danny. Maybe. And it's kind of a big deal. (laughs) Okay. The difference between permanent and temporary rage, gnosis, and willpower. I think I know. Um, Melissa, if I were to say you're going to pop a perm, do you know what the fuck I'm talking about? Yes. You do? Yeah. I was not expecting that, Lucas. (laughs) Um, Go on, then. (laughs) Yes, please go on. No, no, no. go on, go on, Melissa. What is, uh, what is, what does it mean
1: to you if someone yes. says pop a perm?
2: I assume it is, you're sort of forcing the player through storyteller means to use uh, either a rage action or a gnosis, not a gnosis,
0: um, <laughs> or a willpower. Okay, so no. No is the answer. But okay. Um, but that's okay. That's, See what we do. What I do, I shouldn't say. I, I know weird. what you're saying now, yes. Yeah, yeah. is that 10 temporaries equal to permanent. So to pop a perm is to say if you have seven rage permanents <laughs> and you've got three temporary, or let's say two temporary, you want to spend three for extra actions, you erase that permanent rage. So now you have six perm. But you've gained 10 in temporary. the
1: Temporary. Does that make sense, Melissa? Oh, yeah, I
2: wouldn't do that. It it would be too complicated.
1: For your system, I can see why it would be complicated. But for Porter's system, and and I I get why you're saying it this way,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because I know what the book says.
0: Yes. The book does not agree with what I just told you. Right.
1: So if you have seven permanent rage, you can only have up to seven
0: temporary rage. Right. That's, that's, that's that basically that's the size of the shot glass. Right.
1: Is that making sense now, Melissa?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. Where, like in my games, you can pop that permanent and essentially make your, your, your shot glass smaller to get the extra temporaries to spend in combat or however you do.
1: So essentially what's happening is temporary can go from one to ten.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: instead of one to, if your permanence is seven, you can go one to seven.
0: So you can have one to ten, but again, this is a golden rule. Right, and why it's mm-hmm. being brought up. You also roll your rage whichever is higher.
1: Yes, I think it, that's
0: it, the takeaway there. Yeah, it's not take ten, away there. first permits, whichever is higher on your rage. So if you spot that permanent, number one, it's harder to get that back. Mm-hmm. Number two, you are now at excessively high rage until you burn some of that shit off.
1: Which I've, as with that character, Jaeger, I've learned to, I don't want to say control because <laughs>
0: frenzies still fucking happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But I've I've learned to roll with. Does that make more sense?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the way you've owned, it's the only way you've ever known.
1: Yeah. And, and it's like, not even that, but like, I know because he's a high rage character that I've got to learn to control this in game. Mm hmm. I've got to learn to control this. I've got to do something about it. So, yeah, I, I'll spend a few more actions here or there or
0: whatever. Well, and also that leads you to spend more willpower to keep yourself in check. Yes, that too. And, and the reason I do it this way is because, again, I want a more cinematic, much like being able to spend the Rage Gnosis and willpower all together if you want. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. to, to offer a more cinematic experience to give you more options to, for big hero moments. I, I believe I feel it makes combat quicker. It encourages you to spend rage while you're not splitting your dice pools. Like, I won't allow you guys to do that, but Mm -hmm. you can spend three rage a turn, you'll burn through your rage pretty quickly, but you, you have more than six total forever. Right. So you can do more cinematic, more creative things in combat by having that larger rage pool to spend. And again, it's a blessing and a curse because yeah, you pop that permanent suddenly you are. Yeah. You know, that that (laughs) scenario I gave you want Mm -hmm. to spend three, you only had two temporary. You pop a perm, so now you're at nine temporary. That's really high rage. You, yep. you need to do something about that quickly or it's going to bite you in the ass. Correct.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, for me, I would, so because I allow the split actions, that's not something that I would do. But I do sort of penalize the players. So to split their actions, it's, you know, minus two, minus three, minus four, up to minus. I think is the furthest I've let anything go. And normally my players don't have a problem with sort of like dealing with whatever I throw at them within a round or two of combat. Rarely does it ever get beyond that.
1: Wow. your your Combat only goes for a couple rounds.
2: Well, because it's it's to to scale, it's to scale. So they seem to, they work really well as a pack, to be honest. Um, I'm surprised at how well they work together. I think it's because it's the exact same players in Strides games as it is in my game. It's just, we just switch out roles. So Strides plays in my game and I play in his. And it's funny, Alice, who is the alpha in my game, is like, I never realized how hard it is (laughs) to be the alpha. I'm like, yeah, huh? (laughs) 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 Yeah, I know that feeling too. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually looking forward to experiencing your combat because I am frustrated that it takes so long to get through those two or three rounds that at the end of it, I'm just like, oh my God, just kill these things already.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not till I've heard other people's games and it's not till I like would read stuff about combat in the books that I realized how much surgery you've done to combat. And, and I mean that's a great point. How do you feel about that, Danny? For us, now again, I haven't played in other games, so right. I don't know for sure. But like listening to other ones, there's not there's not the flow that we have. I'm not saying our combat goes within minutes. No. It still takes a while, but the flow is way more consistent, it's way more even, it's way more fair. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not like even if it's just Tom and me and, and we we go kill this guy in like two hits and the guy never even got a chance that doesn't that doesn't happen there's the flow is there yeah so not only is the flow there but the the cinematography is there
0: and i think that's important <clears throat> for me that that's it's a big deal you want those moments that people can think back to look back to and just they'll still remember 5 years from now right mm-hmm. you know that, that that you make it Again, as cinematic as possible because that's how we do things. You know, you, you want it to be exciting. You want it to be memorable. You want it to be like, yeah, I, I want to brag about that thing. Mm-hmm. And I just think of, like, certain roles, right? If if it's just, like, an average role,
1: and, like, I succeeded at it, but it was, like, whatever, you're just going to talk about it. It's just going to happen. But if, I like, I did a certain role, but I had, like, amazing roles... I had a bunch of tens in there and a few nines in there. You're going to make that scene even more dramatic Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. vice versa. Or I,
0: yeah, you barely did it.
1: Barely did it. Or even if I botched, it's completely reversed. Yep. It's, it's so undramatic that it hurts. Does that make (laughs) sense? It's almost as dramatic, but like in a bad way. Does that make
0: sense? No, I mean, yeah. Makes,
1: yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> and I and I appreciate you giving the, the you know giving those thoughts there because like yeah. I can say all, the, but I'm the one who's doing it, right? You know, so like what we shouldn't. <laughs> You're someone who's experienced it, who has dealt with it. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, let's hear from you on that. Well, we
1: and yes, we've talked about it, especially in the beginning, and we've mentioned it on several occasions other times, but like we haven't had very many botches in our game.
0: Uh, well, not, yeah, not since the botch rules changed, and I, and I went with those changes. Okay. Fair. What, was a time, Danny, uh-huh. is it if there were just more ones than successes?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, like, yeah. The, instead of no successes. In ones. Right. So I changed because there were a lot of botches before. Gotcha. Like a lot.
1: <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. Especially when you dramatize those botches.
0: Well, something bad has to happen. Or
1: something, yeah, exactly. But and then we talk about it—the the spider that came out of like my eyelids. Right.
2: Ew. It was
1: neat. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot your, uh, your your deal with spiders.
0: It was a pattern spider, so like it made sense. Right. Still, ew. <laughs> he was looking through the gauntlet,
1: <laughs> and and we bring that up because of how dramatic that scene was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like, oh, dude, that was—you just had a pattern burn coming in your eye. That sucks.
0: No, I made that count. I, I wanted you to feel that. Exactly. because And not only because it was a botch and that's terrible, but because it was the first time you had botched in that manner. Mm-hmm. You know, looking, peeking through the gauntlet was already a new experience for you, and you botched. Right. So I wanted it to be horrifying.
1: Yes. And I bring it up because it was horrifying, and it's memorable.
0: Right. It, I mean, that was yeah. like four years ago.
1: Yeah. Granted, <laughs> yes, it was one of the only times. Maybe five. I, it might have been the only time I've botched. Maybe.
0: So, I'm just saying it was during Tom's hiatus from game. Yes. So like two years prior to this, it was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And here you are talking about it like it happened yesterday.
2: <laughs>
0: so That's my point. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Here's my point, too.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I have had... Oh God, hundreds of botches over the years mm. and <laughs> I, I I kind of miss it to some extent. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I kind of miss having, you know, that experience of the how horrifying it can be when you utterly botch something you have, you're so excited about trying to succeed with and... I remember one particular storyteller, like gleefully, like almost Bond villain type (laughs) describing what happened to my poor character. And I'm like, oh, God, he's enjoying
1: this.
2: (laughs) 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 But I wasn't mad. That was the thing. I wasn't mad at it. I could see that everybody was sort of like commiserating on my utter failure.
0: Well, see, I'll, I'll tell you what. I will, it's just for you, okay?
1: No, no, it's okay. I'll tell
0: you what.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she sees where it's going already.
0: <laughs> I mean, we could very, we could, we could mm-hmm. go to those old botch rules just for you. I mean, for you specifically, not yeah. for the whole group. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, no. But, no, no, no. But, but I think that's, I think that's too basic.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: So, so what we're going to do Good is golden rule of that shit too. huh? Yes, we are. <laughs> And and just for you, a batch will count on the roll of a one or a two. Oh no 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 no, that's that's quite all right. You know we don't need to do that. No no, you've just you've convinced me. No no, so no, that's no. what we'll do. I was just saying. I. Can't. And this is the, and this is a prime example of misuse of the golden rule. Yeah, I was going to say this.
1: As we see, see how unfair. we segue into that.
0: Well,
2: it's just that I have had so much like real experience with you know different game systems and you know just failing utterly (laughs) which is fine because it gives more life to the game itself Um,
1: absolutely yeah
2: and it's really hard to botch in w20 like it's almost impossible but when you do it is spectacular (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> I mean,
0: that's true. That's
2: fair. That's I, had, I mean it
0: was until until this upcoming game that you're going to be a part of.
2: I, I had where strides. Where ones
0: and twos will, will come. you.
2: No. <laughs> I, I I will pass on your offer. Didn't kind we already talk offer. about you were
1: not the storyteller? You can't make
0: that rule. Right? Please.
2: <laughs> but no, Of course
0: uh, I'm kidding. Hell yeah. So, yeah strides so want to be clear. There's some people who won't know.
2: Strides um was in my game and he was rolling. Oh my God. He was rolling so badly on, on roll 20. It was, I was astounded. And I mean, sorry, strides. Um, But he, he he rolled, he rolled so many ones and twos. I was like, I have no idea how to handle this. It was so epic. Yikes.
1: (laughs) Yikes is right. So I had to,
2: like, quickly think of something that happened to him so bad, and he's like, I just want to stop rolling now.
0: (laughs) Trip on your own knife. (laughs) I've I've done shit like that. I've had shit like that done. Yes, you have. That's why I brought Uh, it up.
2: Action Penguin, he he rolled his rage roll, and he rolled one, 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 three, three. Oof on his rage roll to rage back.
0: I think that turns him into a best at.
2: Technically. <laughs> it literally, well, I was, a talking about a best it. At? I was talking about with a friend of mine and he was like, he's like, he technically should have exploded <laughs> or something. And I'm like, I can't do that to him. So I ended up rolling for him because he was just so bad rolling. I'm like, look, I'm just going to do this. Here's my, <laughs> here's my one, like, in-game golden moment, uh, golden rule moment. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm just going to redact that, and yeah, I'm just going to roll it for you.
0: <laughs> That's kind of you. <laughs> no, it really is. And there's, you know, that storyteller's prerogative at that point. And again, we can roll that into the golden rule. Yeah. Sure. Is, you know, is a storyteller, you have the power to put your thumb on that scale. And, yeah. you know, and again... You um, should.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But not
0: too what much well and this is the thing is shouldn't shouldn't this would be like a great topic for an episode <laughs> okay so i thought maybe we could it's crazy uh, you know we we got two storytellers here we you know i thought maybe it's you know maybe we can talk about a thing i don't know should
1: we hit record now
0: yeah it's a good idea <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna make this into something coherent. That's
1: fine. Dad, it's, fine. Just, it's, it's, not, fine. It's, it's not even fun. my problem.
0: No. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: See what happens when I don't do research? Hey, or notes.
1: <laughs> you could have done notes.
2: I mean, yeah, I know, but you did more um, than us.
1: You listened to the episode last night. <laughs> yeah.
2: What's
0: about it. No, but my to-do list too. Oh, Jesus.
2: See, this game, um, the World of Darkness games don't have that death roll save that you know edition five that Dungeons and
0: Dragons has.
2: Werewolf does. It, it doesn't really have a death roll, though. It does it, it too. has, it's, it it's has the
0: rage. Yeah, but it has the
2: rage back. But, but if you fail death,
0: that heals the wounds, so that's your death yeah. roll.
2: But if you but it doesn't it does, lose.
0: it saves you from death once. Ever. Once. Once. Yeah. So,
2: what,
1: what, in Dungeons and Dragons, you can do that multiple Dude, times? in
0: Dungeons and Dragons. Three times.
2: Three times. Oh, Jesus. And you can take you your rolls. body
0: to the clerk or whatever and just get, you know, Dungeons, No.
2: But what I'm saying is. Meaningless. It's got more opportunity,
1: is what I'm saying.
0: That's that's a very diplomatic way of, of saying that nothing matters in D&D. That's, yeah,
1: I was going to say that's very diplomatic.
0: It's just silliness. It's, you know. <laughs> So there's a resurrect mart on every fucking town square. The what the just... hell? You're boom. You're back. No consequences. <laughs> hey, look at that. All your stuff came with you, too. And you're playing werewolf. And it's like, that chick ate your liver. That's <laughs> Pretty much. Sorry about your liver. It's gone now. <laughs> the bad man took it away.
1: You didn't need it, really.
0: That arm... It get it got fucked off into oblivion.
1: That's fine.
0: You can use the bone for a sword handle.
1: Hey, look at that. <laughs> Woo! Or keep it in Krynos and use it as a club. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or let butchers in the shadows have your finger bones. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Yep. That's Wonder a... what he's doing with those.
1: <laughs> so tipping <laughs> tipping those scales, huh?
0: Yes. No, I mean that's the thing. Is the golden rule? Um, it, it's a it's a great tool, but it can easily be abused. Yeah, both systems and lore. A bad storyteller uh-huh. can easily use the golden rule as an "I win" button. Oh, or or a "you lose" button. Maybe more accurately, it's yeah, a bad day either way. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, Melissa, like you hit something in the chamber there?
2: Oh yeah, that yeah. Mm. I I've I've played in games where storyteller just, we were just doing so well. Our roles were so good. And he was just like, nope, you're not going to succeed. Sorry. I, and I felt forced and jam-packed it into like like a, you know how, like a square into a round hole. It just doesn't fit. But he was damn sure he was going to try to do it. Um, and I don't like being forced into one avenue. I like to allow my players to think outside of my what I think is going to be the actions they're going to take. And he was determined to not let us do that and shrink us down to a specific avenue. And I really don't like that. So when he started using the golden rule to enforce his view, I'm like, yeah, nope, I'm out. I just checked out of the game. And I know that's not the right thing to do because storytellers put in a lot of work and a lot of effort. But at that point, I had just checked out. I'm like, no, this is not fun. This is not fun for me. And I think you had an experience, Porter, that I remember.
0: Yeah, there's um, been a minor thing here and there over the years. I mean, predominantly, I have done the bulk of the storytelling in my, you know, my werewolf role-playing career in general. But, yeah, a I, 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 well, story does come to mind, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, uh, and I guess I'll, I'll tell, I think I've told it on, the, on air before, I'm not sure, but we'll, fuck it, it's my show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we were doing a, a series of tribal one-offs. Okay. You know, I was on a little hiatus uh, from storytelling, I, I had burnt out, I had just done two Chronicles, mm-hmm. uh, approximately 40, 50-something chapters.
1: Oh, I know this. Every okay. other week, yeah, I know. So this story. I needed a break, yeah.
0: And we were doing these tribal one-offs where it was uh, showing what the members of this pack were doing over the course of the year they were separated. Okay, and it was also a look at the tribes in general. And so for this Wendigo uh, one, the the story the guest storyteller had done like a like a past life kind of story, where this was a pack along the time of the Wormcomers you know, spreading forth into America. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And so we were playing, you know, the Wendigo, and there was, like, the Geta Fenris patrolling their new settlement, and we're in the dead of night there in the, you know, in the forest vicks. And, uh, you know, we rolled initiative because we decided we were going to attack this patrol. And here's my characters. I have camouflage. I have a bow at the ready, and I have thrown a, and activated a birdstone that I have thrown in their vicinity. So birds are starting to, you know, the birds, they're, they're attacking these get a Fenris. You know, with the camouflage, the fact, the fact that it's night and I'm in a forest and they don't know I'm there. I get a bow, I get a shot ready with the bow. Beautiful roll. Takes out this guard. The story goes, hold on. You see, he didn't want us to do that. He wanted us to run from the encounter.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. No, yeah,
0: you, yeah, you Which, did say this one on air before, yeah. but still. Which you know, the Wendigo <clears> were well known for running and hiding. Uh-huh. That's a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't you know? Well, <sighs> I think we all know that famous Wendigo battle cry: "Let's get the hell out of here, boys." <laughs> <laughs> famous. Yeah. So of course we were we, we were there to play, uh-huh. and he didn't like that answer. So what he did is he paused. He got up. He went to my bookshelf. Oh, boy. <laughs> Grab, grabbed the, the yeah. first get-try book, went to the Loki's smile gift, where if they touch you, they make you laugh for the whole scene. Said this guy had spirit of the fray the whole time, so he goes first. That's had not the, how this works. Right. And so retconned the whole turn, so that character mm. that didn't know we were there in the first place walked directly to me. He was all predator hidden in the fucking tree with a bow ready. Mm-hmm. Touched me on the forehead and sent me into a laughing fit for the rest of the scene. We lost a player over that shit. Yeah. We had someone never come back again. I don't blame him. Neither do I. I read that I read him the riot act after the game, but I wasn't gonna do
1: it during. I mean, at least you were respectful in that point where storyteller to storyteller, this is not how you do it and you you did it after game, so probably away from
0: everybody. Exactly. I wasn't gonna berate him in front of everybody, but he I chewed his ass out for a good long while. <sighs> Maybe he deserved to hear it in front of everyone. Maybe, but that's, it's not good for morale.
1: Well, I mean, at that point, morale was already gone. You lost a
0: player. No, yes, it was. It was hurt. Yes, it it was a hit to morale. But at the same time, I'm the one that it happened to. Mm -hmm. And in that particular group, I was the one with all the experience. I was the story. You know, and I introduced all of these people to Werewolf. Right. So they're looking at me, and it was the same way with my feedback on those stories, and this isn't so much relevant, but I would always give him my feedback in private because I didn't want my opinion to change how they felt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I you get know. it. I really like that. Well, it was a little derivative of and what you should do here. Oh, that you're right. It was derivative. No, no. They were happy until I spoke up. So I'll let them leave, and then I'll speak up.
1: Again, that's, that's a respectful way of doing it. But for him to change the entire story because he didn't like the outcome of a certain situation...
0: No, it was bullshit and it was unconscionable, but if I had thrown a fit about it, if I had made a giant deal at the moment, Mm -hmm. what would have happened? It would have been a full-on mutiny and that game would have been destroyed. I kept my composure, I waited till it was over, and then I reamed him the fuck out. (laughs) You're a
1: better man than most, because I... If it were me in that situation, it wouldn't have happened. It's about what's best for the game. why I call you better men than most.
2: Yeah. I think I would have flipped something. And (laughs) I don't often get
0: You're Canadian. I don't even think that's allowed.
2: Uh, Yeah. I think I, yeah. No, honestly, I don't think, I don't think I could have. I'm like, what the hell do you
0: think you're doing? (laughs) And it's my book too. (laughs) <laughs> you pull a book off my shelf for this? Did I give you permission to touch my books?
2: No. Yeah, no. I totally, I totally get what you're saying. Like that would, and that's why I wanted to sort of encourage you to talk about it because I think this is one of the key things that new storytellers need to understand is that you can't do this stuff.
0: No, that's true, and it's it, that's something I've always said in a, in a different uh, uh, different ways. You know, you can do whatever you want. But you can't do whatever you want. Yeah. You know, you can use the golden rule to change a system or to change a rule, but then you have to live and abide by the consequences of that change. And mm-hmm. still keeping the integrity of the game itself. Right. And, and that's where there's there's and this becomes largely opinion. But there there are ways in which you can go too far when you use the golden rule to alter the setting. You can alter the entire storyline that way. Well, again, you could do whatever you want, but, but you can't do, do whatever, whatever you, want. you want. When you change the rules, you establish new rules, and you have to abide by those rules. If you're going to go, say, hey, the grander on the Apis never died in the War of Rage. I mean, no one can stop you from doing that. I'm not your real dad. I can't. Mm-hmm. But what you have just done is marginalize the War of Rage. Yes. mm like on one hand you're going you know yay look what i did i brought back these you know and i but sure that's on one level that is what you did you brought back these long dead races and how neat is that Mm -hmm. but by doing that the war of rage wasn't the war of rage
1: yeah it's not that anymore it was the schoolyard
0: fight of a little angry because there weren't any consequences apparently because everybody's fine no one died
1: I, I think yeah. consequences okay. is a is a major part of why the golden rule is necessary, but it's also necessary to keep in check. If I'm a Gathurge and I'm just, I'm try, we're trying to get this bad guy, uh, I'm going to throw a tornado at him. I can do that. But you got to live with the consequences of a giant fucking tornado coming and destroying yeah. things around you.
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Now, admittedly, I have done some... Questionable questionable (laughs) stuff with the golden rule. And it's because partly I knew the players. Um, There were a group of friends who would come up every weekend or so once a month and we'd get together. And uh, most times we'd play like card games and whatever. They also wanted to play, you know, werewolf because they didn't have anybody to play with. So you know, I, you know, whip out the books and we created characters and I basically gave them, I mean, they all started at rank one, but they were allowed to free flow. So whatever they wanted to play, I was totally cool with it because you know what? It was just one time a month and they're my best friends and whatever. And it started with my daughter who said she didn't want to play a guru. I'm like, okay, no problem. What do you want to play? She goes, I'd like to play a werefox. Okay. No problem. You're my kid. You know you have a short attention span. Trust me, four hours is a is maximum. <laughs> she has ADHD. I love her to death, but she has a really short attention span.
1: Hi, Jade. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> so she wanted to play Kitsune and she was totally into that character. She loved it. She, she loved playing it and she was excited to play it and she was responsible with it. And then my friends started asking questions like, well, my one friend, he's, he chose to play a Arun, um, silver Fang, and he was having fun with it. But he's like, you know what? I'd really like to try out this girl. Okay, sure. Let's free flow this. And then we I I just because it was so free flowing, I sort of adapted the game around what my friends wanted to play just because they were having fun. And that was all the that was all in my head is that as long as they had fun and they left with a good note in their head after, you know, cluttering up my couch for like a week or a weekend, um, it was great now. Would I do a long standing campaign with a Garol and a Kitsune? Absolutely not. But these little one off games, no problem. But I had I one can friend see it that way. Yeah. Like I had one friend who said he really wanted, he'd never had a chance to try out a, a Ratkin and he wanted to play a Twitcher. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I will allow anything but that. <laughs> Well,
0: I'm going to guess on your next game as an Anasi.
2: I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I, no, I'm,
0: I, didn't, I didn't mean that.
2: I, I, know, I know. I'm going to play I, two
0: Ananasis.
2: I would never <laughs> allow an Anas- Ananasis in my game. Well, see, I'm gonna play,
0: that's why I'm going to play two of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm still this not way, allowing we're... it. <laughs> I don't know you I'm as so a you're player. you to play all <laughs> of them, right? <laughs> I don't know you as a player.
0: I see. you
1: got to play all of the Ananasi. <laughs> that way, when they try and hurt you, all you do is scatter.
0: But it'll be all of them. Exactly. So it's like <laughs> four or five billion spiders
1: really. So four or five billion different voices. You're good. You can yeah. do it. Well, f-
2: thanks to Strides, we had to deal with Ananasi's in his game and I was like, "Thank you Strides. I had the willies for a week." Like, I kept saying, looking around you my house. I'm just happy you
1: got it right? out of the way real quick.
2: Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so it's I think for things like that it's okay. Now, would I run having started a new game on the Discord, you know, with new players? Would I allow Farah and Guru to mix together? No. It's only because I knew my friends and I trusted my friends that I, w- I allowed it.
0: Well, and, I think that's understandable. Th- yeah. The, the situations, I mean, that it makes a difference. And I mean, I agree, you know, if you're fucking around with like a one off or a little special thing, sure. it, it's a little different. But yeah, I think the fair, fair is a great example because again, the War of Rage did happen. Mm -hmm. And there are repercussions to that. And to just sweep that shit under the rug because rats and spiders is cool. Yo is not, I think that I think that's a misuse of the golden rule. It's an abuse. I I think it a little bit is because again, you're now mitigating the war of rage. You're, you're kind of, you are, you're sweeping it under the rug. Um, the same way with resurrecting the lost tribes, those tribes were, were taken away for a reason. There's a message behind that. There's a lesson behind that. And I think you ultimately hurt the game by using the golden rule to hand wave that around. Now, a one-off here and there or a period piece, that's a different thing. I'm not saying... I'm not saying it can't be done. Right. I'm just saying that when we... Be respectful. Yes. And that, you know... I
1: can't... I've lost count on how many times we've actually had to say those words. I know. I know.
0: But we... (laughs) And yet we still say it. Well, because when we don't, there are people, and there aren't a lot of them, but there are people who will decide to take our words and put them in different order and then, like, ignore what half of the words mean and yep. go, you guys said this, and it's no one said this. No, I mean, we said those words. They were sentences in between them, <laughs> but we did say those
1: words. Yeah, you, you forgot the part. We also said this, this, and this. It, it happens. <laughs> don't you guys called the don't children, be in the air, or, folks. The, you guys killed the children of guy all hippies. Nope. We did not. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. We did not do that. Did we say child, children of Gaia? We said and the word children.
0: We said the word Gaia. <laughs> we, we said the word. They weren't connected. Nope. <laughs> but we did say those words. <laughs> Sorry, stereotypes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> at three minutes in, you said the word hippie. And at 12 minutes in, you said the words children of Gaia. Yep. And you also forgot
1: the part where we talked about how the producer was half granola, and then her parents were actually hippies.
0: <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> I like that it's our go-to, but it's not the only time.
1: It's, no, it's not the only time, but it's definitely the most memorable time, mm. and the one that people still don't fucking forget.
0: <laughs> I think it's brought up every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we did not say that shit. <laughs> See, we get a little... Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. No, but it is, Um, you know, I think combat, I think combat's probably the most often used. As uh, far as golden rule goes. As golden
1: rule I'm willing to bet. I'm, there's a couple games on Discord right now. I'm, I'm thinking specifically CJ, Ghost Paw. I'd like to be able to listen in on those games and see how they run combat and see, like, the differences between the two. Well, you should. I just haven't got the chance to either one of them. <laughs> you should. I, I should. Yes, I know. You
0: can. I know what your schedule looks like. You can't sit mine. in on mine. I can sit in on yours.
2: You can, you choose not to. Y- yes. But I was I meant Danny, you can always sit in in my game. Okay.
1: I will. If you can. I know you're busy, so. I will I will try and and find the time to do so. I, I know I need to and I know I've I don't want to save made promises, but I've I've let people know that I, I want to listen in. I, I enjoy other people's games. Porter's been the only storyteller I've ever been a part of, as far as games go. I'd like to hear the other ones. I've got to hear Ghostpaw's game a couple times, but it was just in the beginning, and I know it's still going on, which is awesome. But I think they've actually hit combat by now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've, I've said it in about half the games, and I, I like to do that too. At least to get a, a handle on what other people are doing. Yeah, to see see what they're doing, see how things you know how, how things run differently, different styles. You know, I, yeah, I,
1: I'd love to hear the differences between what we've got going on, what they've got going on, and what he's got going on, and what she's got going on. Yeah,
0: you know, like I've said it on strides, I've said it on CJ. Uh, there was the the guy who read that game earlier that I sat in on. There's just there's only a couple I haven't, which. It's either timing or other, but, you know, it's, I think it's good to sit in, learn how other people do things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Check their golden rules compared to your golden rules. I mean, that shouldn't be necessarily the goal, but I mean, it's, it's interesting to see because there's, there's always something you can learn. Absolutely. There's always a technique that you haven't thought of. Big time.
2: I mean, I adjusted things based on what Strice does because I like what Strice does. And I'm like, you know what? I really like this idea. I'm going to adjust my game accordingly because, again, it was an easy transition. And, yeah, it,
1: it works out so much better. What kinds of things are you talking about?
2: Uh, well, the rage, uh, rage uh, willpower, and gnosis in okay. a turn. Uh, that I never did before. Because, you know, I stuck pretty close to the rules and I thought, you know, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. But I've seen the benefits to this. So when I started up my game, I'm like, I told everybody right from the start, this is what we're going to do. And yes, you can. So basically the same rules that Strides kind of uses, I stick with. We do differentiate on troll skin that they get a Fenris gift. mm mm-hmm. According to W20, it no longer has a scent, but it lasts for a turn. Or it lasts, lasts for a scene, my, my mistake. It lasts for a scene. I still say it has a scent as previous editions, and it lasts until you drop it. Interesting. That's the only thing that I sort of differentiate from, because I think I'd rather have trolls get up. I play a a finris with that gift, so I don't want to keep it.
1: I... <laughs> and I'm the same. My Jaeger has <laughs> recently gotten that gift. I think I've only used it like once. <laughs> well, again, it, it, was, again, it was really recent, so... All the
2: time. Like, all the time. Anytime See, I even we know, go into combat.
1: I didn't even know in earlier editions that it had a scent. I've only yeah. seen it in W20. Yeah. Oh, That's interesting. Oh.
2: Every time I go into battle, or any time I go into combat... The first thing I do, up goes troll skin. Like, mm. no questions. No questions. And I then out comes the armor. fang dagger. And then, <laughs> and then, the then fang go dagger. up. Nice. And then the fang dagger. And I'm in. And strides, you know, we're we're winding down because he wants to to do something different. And and so I, I asked him, I said, please can I have a Yarl hammer? Even if it's like I get to use it like once, <laughs> please let me have a Yarl hammer.
1: He, he said no
2: he has built it into the game, but literally I think I'm going to have it like for like one session and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I am fine with that. I have been, you know, asking for a hammer for like, several game sessions, and he's always kind of been like, "Eh, no, I don't such a great idea. And I'm like, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. That's totally fine. Now that I know that the game is winding down, I'm like, can I please have one? And he's like, okay, I will allow you to have one, but I have to put it together. So I've got one piece so far, and the second piece is in the Amazon. And I don't think I'm going to survive the Amazon to put it together. (laughs) Oh.
0: So, pro tip: Don't <laughs> harass your storyteller for fetishes. No,
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I, I don't want to say, say I've been like haranguing him or anything like that. because like, I am not. It's, it's just like I really like one, but I was happy with my Fang Dagger. My but Fang what, Dagger is fantastic.
1: What get a wouldn't want a Yarl oh, Hammer,
0: right? Just I
2: say. know. Come on. <laughs> so come on,
0: yeah. So I mean, what other uh, examples can we can we think of of uh,
1: well, I'm I'm looking at, I mean, not so much, still part of combat, but, like, there are gifts and stuff that rely on, like, the splitting of the dice.
0: When you do a wreck into a system like that, like combat, you're going to have to factor in some of those changes. Yes. Um, and, I mean, you can't see everything. And you, you <laughs> can't, I mean, I don't know the kind of free time you have. <laughs> but you know you, you can't remember everything all the time you're not going to have i mean people you are make mistakes you have a life you have to take care of your own shit so there's going to be inevitably things that will pop up that you hadn't considered or a gift that you forgot mm-hmm. or, or whatever and then yeah i mean you're just you're going to have to have the ability to make that um that change hopefully not on the fly or
1: if you do make it on the fly
0: that's got to be written down so the next time it happens to keep it consistent keep it consistent Big yeah. Time. Well, yeah, there are things like that that will change because of it. Sometimes, and I, and I hate to say it, you know, sometimes you, you can make that uh, that work around a range banking system, mm-hmm. which we have not discussed. Which
1: here. is, I'm kind of bringing up. That's this is this is my work to it. Yeah,
0: we we work in a a, a banking system, and this is you know uh, this is something Melissa that you you probably want to pay attention to because this is how we're going to be doing business. All Woo-hoo. right, to handle things like dodge rolls or counter-attacks or shit like that, mm-hmm. um, what what you do in, in our games is, on your turn, you will bank a rage. So let's say Danny wants a second action, and he wants a defensive action. So it's Danny's turn, he goes, you know, I'm going to spend two, I'm banking one. And what that means is he's, he's basically he's gambling that rage that he's going to be attacked during that, that next wave of combat, in which case he uses that rage that he has saved up for an evasive or an offensive or a, a counterattack action. Correct. Where if he doesn't get hit, you just fucking lose it because you've made that gamble. Which also helps
1: in the style that you use with right, combat. Right, because there
0: is an, ab- an abundance of rage mm-hmm. out there.
1: You know? Correct. That's exactly why I was thinking of that.
0: Yeah, five five perms is 50 rage. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: put it that way, that's craziness.
0: Right. So you have it to spend. It's not like I only have five rage points, what do I do? Mm-hmm. You can screw yourself by overspending.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh,
0: I I used, I spent three
1: rage. Two of the three were used for that turn. Right. So for two extra actions, and that third one I banked in hoping that I was going to be a, attacked so I can use it for a dodge roll,
0: we'll say. Right, or uh, to mm-hmm. counterattack, or my pack mate's getting attacked. Yeah. I'm going to spend that rage that I had banked. Go, I get to do that. To go block, right, or whatever,
1: yeah. Yep. I've done that a couple times, too, but then we look at it like, let's say it's a dodge. It, it, in the book, it just says, the dodge, you just roll, and that's it. I like the way you do it, because it's just, if I succeeded... But I have to succeed against his hit roll. So if he's, <laughs> I have to do better than that roll. Yeah, it's a contested roll. That's why I like about it. Whereas you read it in there, it doesn't say anything about that shit. You know, because hmm. um, that's what that's oh, what I do.
2: Um, you know, you're allowed to uh, use you're allowed to use your rage action. Any way you like. So if you want to sort of spend, say, three rage, and you can either attack, uh, block, defend, but I don't hold it in like a bank. And if you if the the creature that you're fighting dies before, you know, you um, get a chance to use your rage actions, you lose those rage actions. You don't get them back.
0: No, exactly. That's exactly how we do it. Now, there's a gift. Mm-hmm. I forget which one it is now, Danny. Uh... But it, it's something that, um, it, it doesn't matter right now. It, it, honestly. Okay, yeah. Be for the sake of this. It, where, you know, that doesn't work with, you know, my, my tweaks to the combat system. And so how we changed that was that this particular gift allows you to get that banked rage back. I'm looking at two different gifts at this point. Yeah, there was another one, but this is the one I'm talking about uh, right now. So lightning not, reflexes. Was it lightning reflexes?
1: Yeah, because that's it's it's a simple it's it's Ahran or a get a Fenris gift. It's a level one. It, it's right there. It's one of the first gifts that probably any erupt should get, much less a get a Fenris, but it doesn't work with that system. Right. And then I even look at the, the Fianna gift was Flame Dance. I believe it was, yeah, Flame Dance, where we were looking at it and we changed it to the point where to flow with your system, I didn't have to bank
0: the rage. Yeah, you could just spend it. I can just spend it. But again, with the gift. Right. And, and that, <clears throat> that comes back to it is sometimes you're going to have to make tweaks with that system. Like mm-hmm. that. If you're changing a system, Sometimes you're going to have to change other stuff, too. Exactly. And there you go. I mean, I mean this is definitely uh, something will come up for a combat episode eventually. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> but it's I mean, it's th- planned, yeah. Right. But this is the kind of stuff we're talking about because, you know, you, you, there will be ripples when you do something like that. And you have to barrier to tweak it. Or the alternative, and, and this isn't a great answer, but also sometimes, sometimes it can be the answer, is it, well, just don't take that gift.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Sorry. Just you just don't get flame dance. You get something else. There's like a bunch of other solutions. Go, go There's other
1: up. solutions, right? There's. <laughs> this is too much work for everyone to remember. So we, yeah, don't we, worry. About we can't
0: it. reinvent every wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can patch. I can patch a tire. I can't like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can patch the tire, but. The wheel's gone, so it's not going to do you any
0: good. It, you know, there's, yeah, there's only so much you can do there. And if you can come up with a solution, sure. Mm-hmm. If not, there are other gifts. <laughs> Plenty of other answers. Right. And I think really the the overall lesson there is if you're going to make larger sweeps with the golden rule, have a plan. Oh, big time. If you're making even minor changes, there needs to be a reason. It, it's got to think this through. Mm-hmm. Don't just hang wave and go, yeah, I don't like it. It's just gone. Because there there can be ripples, and and again, there when you change be. the rules, you have to abide by the rules that you have changed. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't go, gravity's not a thing anymore except for that guy. Either gravity's a thing or it's not a thing. You have yeah. removed gravity. You can't give gravity to certain people just because. You've made a new rule. You have to follow it.
1: <laughs> I like I use gravity as the rule.
0: <laughs> Why not? It's funny. Yeah.
2: Well, it's kind of like saying, okay, to the player, well, I'm sorry, you can't have that particular gift, but my NPC has it.
0: You know what else it would be like? It would be like making a video game and saying, (laughs) we can't have a hispo form. Oh, God. It's impossible for us to make a hispo form.
1: Oh, but you're going to go fight hispo.
0: Yeah, but later in the game, you're going to fight a bunch of the hispos that are impossible that we said are impossible. (laughs) Ah. Fucking Carl's Revenge, man. Carl's <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> yeah, I think we've... <laughs>
1: that was just, yeah. Oh,
0: fuck. I think we've given that enough shit. That's just what was in my heart. It was a perfect example. <laughs> you Perfect, yep. No hispos allowed ever. Because they're impossible and we couldn't imagine how is one of the first NPCs you see. I know. I know. Well, we couldn't work combat that way, except when you fight a bunch of them. Oh,
1: <laughs> lies!
0: Get oh. mad. Drink some ketchup.
1: <laughs> no, it's we'll date drink with some a ca- plant later. <laughs> <laughs> drink some ketchup and get mad from it. That's what. That's it was. right. Because <laughs> that's how this that shit works.
0: It's allergic to tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean you know jokes aside, it is. It, it's about planning it out. It's about being consistent. It's an easy thing to abuse. Very. A one-off game here and there. That's that's not what we're talking about. If you're going to make, especially with lore changes, Mm -hmm. you need to think it through because it's not as simple. I know it seems like, oh, well, I just want the White Howlers back. But either they have just magically appeared right now and no one questions that. Or they were never taken out. And if they were never taken out.
1: You change a lot of history.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. There's
1: so. That yeah. butterfly effect is ridiculous. Yes. That you like change.
0: And even if you're swapping and going, oh, it was the Fianna instead. Okay. That Ugh. still changes. would changes everything. Everything. a lot. <laughs> Big change. But I know there are people out there who are thinking about it or actively doing it. And so here we are to maybe caution that. And go look. Maybe there are things that shouldn't be disturbed. I can't tell you what to do, but please think it out because there are repercussions in the world of in the world of darkness in the game that you're playing in the setting, to making sweeping changes like that.
1: Those are, yeah, they're major changes. That yeah, this if you don't think them through, I, if maybe if it's a one off thing, I get it, fine, but.
2: I mean I did play a one-off game where it was at a convention, a gaming convention and we were we started off as spirals and we went and cleansed the taint and came out as white howlers and it was a two-part game that I got into both parts really good storyteller, really good story itself and I and I you know it was it was just interesting from a that perspective, would I play a white howler? Totally play a white howler if I could. Would I ever find a storyteller, a reputable storyteller to be able to play one? No. Nah. Because I know if a player came to me and said, I want to play a white howler, I'd be like, mm, no. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, no. But even if you cleanse the taint. I knew, I knew, I knew it. I was going to go ahead. and <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. How how uh, does that become a White House unless it was that I, time?
2: I know it was it it was just by a story. story. It was it was a story that was a one off, um, and it would came in conjunction with the White Howler Tribe book was just come off the presses, so it was kind of that sort of thing, um, and you had to to you know expend like some disbelief a little bit, um, but it was a still a good. It was still a good game to play, because it was a one-off at a convention. You know, you walked away from it going, "Oh, that was kind of fun. End of story. Um, but it was, you know, it was like a one-time thing. Would I ever run a story like that? Absolutely not. It's too much. It's as you said, you mess with too much core lore.
0: I mean, yes. You know, and I, I love that Danny's the one who brought it up because, like, you were telling that sort of like that's not how that works. No, my head. Hurts <laughs> and I know, up. and I know you knew that too, Mal, so Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I totally know that. You, again, you had to. It was just a one-off game at, at at a convention, and it was fun. But yeah,
0: you throw one for nothing, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. it, it's funny. It's in that that story itself reminds me of. There was someone back in the day in the old White Wolf chats way back when. Um who the character was a Black Fury who ended up dancing the Spiral and then going to Erebus to become a White Howler. Yeah, that doesn't No, you know, that's that's not how that works. No. <sighs> <sighs> this is the golden rule gone mad. Yes. Oh, my God.
1: This
2: was a good example. Look at it that way.
0: All right? Fine. Danny Dan, Dan is hurt. <laughs> I yeah. I am. I am very hurt
1: right now. I
0: think he's concussed somehow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. But again, you know, the, the golden rule is a positive force. in games as long as you were using it correctly. I, I I don't. I didn't want to say correctly. I mean, I totally did, but intelligently. In, you think? And with through. integrity. Yes. Responsibly.
1: Even there's better. The best,
0: there's the best version right there. <laughs> Used responsibly. You know, yes, it's important. I mean, obviously everyone having a good time is important, but that can sometimes be thrown around like an excuse yep. for bad decisions. You know, you know who has a good time? Heroin junkies. Like you give them heroin and they're having a good time. That doesn't make that a good idea. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, and yes, I am now equating messing with the golden rule what? to heroin. doing a bunch of heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it correlates sometimes. <laughs> there are less golden rule overdoses. I will give you that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And this is, <laughs> we're recording this. Yeah,
1: but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. We're doing okay.
0: Yeah, we're having a good time.
1: So oh, we always do.
0: But uh, I think, really, uh, we should go to, do we have any final thoughts?
1: I think we just said it. I, I think, think it's, probably did. I think Melissa said it best, use it responsibly.
0: Yes. More responsible golden rule usage, less heroin. <laughs> Can we agree?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely
0: agreed. All right. <laughs> Melissa, is good having you back.
2: It's fantastic to be back.
0: You know, thank you for joining us.
2: I love it every
0: time. Well, we'll have you back soon, eh?
2: Absolutely, especially when you do the get episode.
0: Well, it's a while before we go back to redoing the get, but you know, I know, but just it.
2: saying. And <laughs> you don't need to do the Black Fury. The Black Fury episode was fantastic.
0: I don't know. That was a little. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're going to have to golden rule that one and just leave them out. <laughs>
0: I think think we're just going to edit out the name of the episode She's going to be like, you know, this truck That was a good one (laughs) Don't, don't do that (laughs) Anyway (laughs) On behalf of uh, I guess the two of us here at Scratch World Studio, Danny and I On behalf of Melissa, we want to thank you for listening Thank you for your support Take care of yourselves, take care of each other Keep your claws sharp, your head in the swivel We'll see you pro tip, don't harass your storyteller for fetishes.
1: No.